Welcome to Forty Gray. It's a podcast. It's weekly. We're two, you know, late thirties guys with adult lives and responsibilities, trying to just have a little escapism and an otherwise escapeless existence. You know, we got quarantine. You can't go anywhere. We've got difficult jobs. We've got we've got families that we we love and want to support. So what do we do, Tom? We fight with little plastic men and talk about nerdy shit. The energy on the intro was good. Well, you know, why why lie, right? Like, let's just call it what it is. I'm Ben, aka LS Demon, and as always, I'm joined by Tommy Bones. Hello, Tom. It's been a long week. <laughs> Every just do with it what you will. Same amount of hours. Still working on that night. You got his legs done. Yeah, I can. I can call his legs just about finished <laughs> i haven't even primed the torso yet uh, but he's magnetized yeah d- dude magnetizing is clutch if you're out there if if i can magnetize things and i am borderline illiterate when it comes to my ability to hobby if i can magnetize you can magnetize listener so so go learn how to magnetize it's pretty awesome give you some money <laughs> we just said give me some money <laughs> save you money oh save you some money I was like, that sounds threatening, Tom. (laughs) All right, we got three things to cover today. First, boom, Warhammer. New online previews from Warhammer community. Anything exciting? Eh, we're going to talk about it anyway. Number two, some Kill Team news. We got Pariah Nexus coming out, and and a whole bunch of places have been uh, talking about some leaks, some new rules, some some two-damage-heavy bolters. Tom and I are going to give you all the hard-hitting analysis. Lastly, we're going to change topics, Tom. We're not going to do a Warhammer thing. We're going to talk about the Mortal Kombat trailer because it actually looks like not garbage. I was pleasantly surprised for a fighting game movie. I mean, what, you didn't like Street Fighter, Raul Julia? (laughs) Dead or Alive? Uh, Mortal Kombat, the 97 one, was okay. With uh, Jean-Claude, no, that's also Street Fighter. (laughs) Jean-Claude Van Damme. Jean-Claude Van Damme <laughs> in Mortal Kombat would have been amazing, I think. <laughs> yeah, he already does the splits. Make him oh, that's a great point. Yeah, he could just do, do the nut shot. <laughs> um, well, you know what? Let's hold off on that. Our shop dropped a whole bunch of previews. Uh, was there anything I was excited about? Not really. Let's We'll just go through them real quick, just because why right. not? Tom, Lumineth, Sigmar, what do you think? Do you care? Uh, no. I don't get it. Yeah, I'm sure there are people that care. Yeah, and and if you do, I'm not, you know, this isn't like an insult to you. Like, you, there is a reason there's a lot of different armies. I, here's My problem with Illumineth is this. I couldn't really put my finger on, on what I didn't like about them. So mm-hmm. I brought I brought Gabrielle over. Listeners, you'll know Gabrielle from, from episodes two and three, when she was on talking about the Geller Fields and warped travel. And I said, Gabrielle, you hate most Warhammer models kind of true not really what do you think of these guys and and she looked at these lumineth models and she's like honestly they don't look like they belong in warhammer and i said well what do you mean why is that she goes it looks like they just had a shower and somebody ironed their pants Hmm. they're not grimdark no and they have silly hats but is sigmar supposed to be a grimdark setting but i mean stormcast eternals are kind of grimdark hmm True. Night Haunt. Night Haunt, Heed Knights of Slanash, Ossiarch Bone Reapers. 
Yeah, I guess somebody has to care about their personal appearance. Yeah, there's just, I don't know, everything's, uh, at least in the paint jobs they do, everybody's wearing like light blue fabric, and it's just really boring to me. Mm. But you know what, if that's your thing, if you like funny hats and and pressed uniforms, go for it. And again, the sculpts are really cool. I will absolutely agree with you. Like they did, there's some really cool stuff. Like they have this shrine that floats, and it's got two waterfalls coming off, mm-hmm. which are like low key. Obviously, the, the supports holding up the shrine. Very cool. I, I will absolutely, you're 100% right, Tom. Very cool stuff there. Mm-hmm. I think it kind of highlights uh, such a wide gap in between Sigmar and 40k as far as models. Uh, you know updating the uh, lines and, and uh, new stuff coming out because sigmar it's it seemed like you know they've got so many cool new models and a bunch of new armies and you know they kind of spread the love everybody gets something and everything's really cool and, and a lot of thought and, and depth put into them uh and then 40k gets primaris every other month and uh, you know this year it's necrons next year it'll be you know something else it's a really good point. I wonder if, um, because they have, you're right, like it's not just the releases, it's the philosophies of releases. Mm-hmm. I wonder if it's like two different business units. Like there's two different like leadership chains. Mm-hmm. So that there's like a 40K business and there's an Age of Sigmar business. Because that would make sense why Age of Sigmar, there's a lot more risk taking. There's new stuff. There's really impressive sculpts i mean there's some good stuff in 40k too but you're right they don't have like the organic lines that are like allowing people to fly in the air kind of thing (laughs) i think if their business model is to get anyone who doesn't care about primaris uh to switch over to age of sigmar they're doing a great job but i don't know that's really what they're going for it's it's i will say like the knight uh, Shadow Stalkers, like all all of the Marathi, I have no idea what the hell they're called. All all the elves <laughs> that are full of, of blood everywhere. Oh, those things are cool. I really like the Daughters of Cain models. Yeah. So, all right, Lumineth's not my bag. That's okay. If you like it, anybody out there, good for you. I totally agree with Tom's analysis. My two cents. <laughs> I agree. It's just it's a completely different philosophy. I but I also think like what percentage of GW's business is 40k versus non 40k. Mm. Do you know? I, it's an, I actually don't know. I suspect it's more 40K, but I don't know if it's like 2 to 1 or 55-45. You know, yeah, I mean, there's like official, uh, unofficial, like what people tend to think, you know, in, around the forums that so many play, so many people play Space Marines, so that's why they keep churning them out. You know, that's like their cash cow. You know, I, I don't know what, what the official reason is. So I found a Reddit post that says uh, Age of Sigmar is about 30% of sales. This is as of two years ago. I guess that would mean that 40 it doesn't give a number for 40K, but it's a lot more. The, the reason I ask is this. If um, if 40K is the, the, what is the word, the workhorse, that's the word I'm trying to go for, they might be really conservative there, and they might allow more freedom with something that has a higher, like, upswing potential. Right. So it's it's kind of, it's kind of like Hollywood. They only make the same movie over and over because it's so expensive to make a movie. And these committees, they're like, what's the lowest risk movie formula? Right. So 40k and is like, an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. For 40k. <laughs> <laughs> or like a Michael Bay, like Transformers. 
six movie. Because <laughs> it's like, you know, everybody's like, oh, this is shit. And then they go see it anyway. So that's like mm-hmm. what 40K is, basically. Right. <laughs> oh, doobie doobie. Shabadoo. You know why Adam Sandler movies are always filmed in some, like, exotic location? Why? Because studios know, like, literally, studios know that they can give Adam Sandler a certain budget. And no matter what it is, his movies will make more than that, right? It's like a guarantee that he's going to make the studio's money. So he sees it as an excuse to travel to all these exotic countries and hang out with his friends while he films movies and sticks around and has fun. Is that actually the reason, or is that like Tom's yeah. analysis? <laughs> yeah, no, that's Damn. actually... He, you know, he guarantees the studio money, so they're going to let him do whatever he wants. What demon do you think he made a deal with that people would see? <laughs> like, how many... Billy Madison, fine. Happy Gilmore, <laughs> good movie, sure. Uh, Little Nicky, garbage. Uh, <laughs> any of the... Re- I pronounce you Chuck and Larry, garbage. The one where he plays his own sister. I thought it was a joke. I didn't think it was a real movie. <laughs> the Cobbler. I actually think I saw that. Um, yeah, it was on Netflix, right? Yeah. I think they all After are. After I watched school. it, I was like, who is this for? Why did you make this? <laughs> oh, I'm a cobbler. Hushabadabadoo. <laughs> all right, let's 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 move on here. Crawl gas cruciator. Crawl gas cruciator? Yeah, that's... Wait, wait a minute. Yeah, it's a night haunt guy. Crawl gas cruciator, yeah. 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 I think he's cool. I don't, I'm yeah. not going to buy him, but he's pretty cool. Okay. Intense. Yeah, it's intense. It's grimdark. I like it. <laughs> All right. Gardas Steel. Steel. <laughs> Gardas Steel's soul. My bad. Uh, Tom, what do you think about this guy? I think he has great conversion potential. 100%. Like his, his armor is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. The hammers, you um, know, that's... It rem- I just thought of Vulcan right off the bat. Oh, yeah. that's And actually, that's a really good point, because you could totally 40K this guy up. Oh, what's what's with his little floating, like, like <laughs> skirt thing? <laughs> he just did a power drop. Oh, oh, he's doing a superhero pose, so it just mm-hmm. fell? Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. And he landed with the sword rather than the hammer. Yeah. Um, love the armor. I think the the little skirt going up is a bit much. <laughs> uh, he looks like a person who would hand you their keys at a country club because they assume that somebody of your class level is the chauffeur. Mm-hmm. His armor looks like his mother-in-law bought it for him, but knowing just like <laughs> like knowing like one thing about him, like oh he likes lions, so, uh, he'll he'll love this. I mean it's cool armor, but it's just it doesn't fit the guy because I just can't stop thinking about him as the guy who introduces you to his wife Miffy, talks <laughs> about his you know third home in the Hamptons, and then says something kind of racist. You're like. I don't. I don't really feel comfortable anymore, sir. Yeah. Also, his name Gardas Steelsoul. <laughs> we need to convey that he's tough. Gardas. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's a guard. Call him Gardas. Yeah. Hey, what's what's this guy? I'll call him Sordas. 
What's this guy do? Uh, he's uh, he's he's pretty feisty. Okay, we'll call him Punches. <laughs> Spias. But but you're right. I feel like there's some cool convert. First thing I would do is clip off those stupid fucking little skirt things that are floating in the air. I like I like the little like purity seals, but those just looked up. I I keep the hammer. The sword looks badass, and I would just plop some kind of different head. Mm-hmm. All right. That one purity seal says oof. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. Oh my god, it does. It says oof. <laughs> whop whop. Okay, next White King. Yeah. It's cool. I'm fine with it. Hold on, I lost the page. Oh, yeah. That, that, he, that's a hell of a lot of detail. It's a lot of detail. Um, the, the I, You know what? Like The White King model from like 1992 I still think is an awesome model. I love old school skeletons and undead. So yeah, I think this is probably my favorite thing in the whole release is the White King. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. My page keeps getting reloaded. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Hey, internet. Garda steals. Garda steals soul. <laughs> hey, Gabrielle, can you call me Garda Steel Soul from now on? <laughs> My soul is made of steel. And you guard things. Does that, does that name impress you? <laughs> All right, I'm back up. Okay. She says, she says it's, uh, it, she prefer if it was like Steel Soul as in like you're stealing souls. Okay. The only souls he's going to steal are from poor people who have a unfavorable tax bracket <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna short squeeze their company <laughs> he's the guy he's the guy say no sell your game stock uh game stopper buy silver silver is the way to go all right what do you think of the white king uh white king looks like he would be really fun to paint yeah, he does. I like even like if you look at the reins on the horse, like near the bridle, it's got like skulls on it. Yeah. This this looks like they got a really talented person who was like, go go to the White King. We don't give a shit what you do. Nobody just do it. And they're like, okay. And they spent like 18 weeks making a just amazing <laughs> model. I wish I wish maybe he had a different head option because it looks like he's like, Aah! but other than that, I, I like him a lot. Kind of night lordy. Yeah, I like him. All right. Uh, Dire Chasm, Headrack is Mad Mob. They're, the one thing about these guys, there's a model which looks like a good weird boy. Yeah, I think that's the only usable one in 40k, though. Yeah. If I if I was a Age of Sigmar work player, I'd be psyched. These guys look pretty cool. Yeah. All right, next, Warhammer Quest, Curse City, the not Mordheim. Um, they actually released a lot of stuff about this one. Um, did you get a chance to look at the eight hero characters? Yeah. Um, was that the, they showed some, or was that Curse City? Yes, yeah, Curse City. Yeah, uh, they re, they showed some of them last week, right? The, right, uh, right, right. So we had seen like the elf lady and the witch hunter guy. Yeah, the bloodborne guy. Yeah. There's also a dwarf. So, so I'll tell you what, let's go one at a time through them, and and you tell me what you think. You ready? Mm-hmm. Bloodborne witch hunter guy. He's cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bye. Gives me a Victorian. You know, feel. I don't know where I would use it. Next, we got uh, El, uh, Dwarf. Is he a squat? Or was that uh, stricken from the record? I mean, you could really easily make him like an Imperial Guard squat captain. Mm-hmm. I, I think he, he's probably my favorite one. I think he looks cool. Right. He's got like like the Mad Eye Moody. <laughs> 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 the eye patch thing. 
scale. And just scale. Yeah, on a yeah so you are fat. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, That counts how many carbs he's eaten for the day. It's his Weight Watchers points. All right, then we got this uh, elvish uh, Weight Watcher looking lady. Mm-hmm. Very druidic. Yeah. Make I a like good her. D&D piece. It would. So I actually think the, the next guy might do okay, too. He looks a little bit like there was a Chris mm. Farley movie called uh, Almost Heroes, and he looks like <laughs> one of the conquistadors from that movie. <laughs> I kind of picture Manuel looking like that. Maybe. Yeah, that was one of our D&D characters. He's like, Senor, did you make fun of my hair? Very pirate, the cutlass and the pistol. I like him. He's cool. Yeah. Next guy is a weird Confucius beard wearing a mask wizardy guy. Mm-hmm. It feels racist to me. I don't know why. I don't know why. You mean like you think that this model is a racist or you think that the model <laughs> projects some kind of racism? The model itself. Okay. Uh, okay. Let's just go with yes. Okay, then we got lady with some kind of Sigmar thing and a mushroom hat. Cool, I guess. Maybe like a... She has kind of a sororitas vibe. Maybe. Okay. I don't really care for her. I think her hat's dumb. <laughs> Stupid hat. Going on. Stupid hat. All right. Uh, ogre. The ogren. This guy I like. I like his little uh, shoulder pad. He's got some character. He's got some good sculpting with his bulging neck veins. Yeah, he's intense. And then we have uh, Age of Sigmar, Karen, Brienne of Tarth. <laughs> Kind of generic. There was a really funny... I did not make this up, so I'm seeing this from somebody on Reddit, but they, there was a, a meme about her being Karen, so she like marches into the city and is like, let me speak to your manager. <laughs> um, she does have a Karen vibe. I demand a parlay with the chief executive officer. Like like the eyes of that bird thing on her shoulder just seem to be saying, oh my God, shut the hell up. I don't want to <laughs> hear you complain about why you're... Your frappuccino isn't cooled to the exact right temperature one more time. <laughs> All right. We've been on this for a while. I'm going to, how about just like one more thing? Uh, mm-hmm. Because there's quite a bit in Curse City. The uh, the head guy, what is his name? Olfen uh, Radukar the Wolf. Mm-hmm. Looks like he's Sishomaru from uh, Inuyasha. <laughs> What's he's just a character who wears a wolf skin oh, over yeah. her shoulder. Anyway, he looks serious. No, I was, um, I was flipping through the yeah. pictures looking for that one. Yeah, there he is. Some some of the the weird ghoul vampire guys look pretty cool. The uh, the monster guys look pretty cool. I, honestly, Curse City, if it was in 40k, I would probably buy it. Uh, as it is, may, let me see how fun it is to play. But the models models are really cool. The yeah, they are. The markers are really cool. It looks like a really quality set. Mm-hmm. The game in the box, right? Yeah, the, yeah, it's like Warhammer Quest. The co-op. PvE yes. kind of thing. Exactly. Exactly. So yeah, I think you right. have like a dungeon master kind of thing. It looks right. fun. Yeah. All right. Last thing. You ready? Did you watch the Bellacore model preview? Yeah. Fucking A, right? <laughs> fucking A, man. Um. Yeah. He looks. He looks pretty fucking badass. I just wish there was a, a base option, so you didn't have the. What is it? A stormcast on on the base. I didn't even pick that up. That's a good point. Yeah. Because you're right, like, tons of conversion potential, right? Oh, yeah. All right. All in all, 
Games Workshop, some good drops today. Uh, thanks for some good stuff. And some garbage stuff. You know, with Bellacor, I think he's going to turn out well, but, like, I don't know. I'm assuming that. Like, they could give him a carrot haircut, too, and he could end up looking <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, no, on his, on his base, he's got, like, a chaos looking guy. So you could totally make that into a Marine, I think. Eh, whatever. Yeah. All right, agenda item number two. Heavy Intercessors. Mm-hmm. They're 17 points base. Uh, there was a leak that Glass Half Dead covered in full. I, I won't you know, steal his thunder. Go watch his channel. He's awesome. Uh, great YouTube stuff. But we found uh, 17 points, and then some of the, the heavy bolter options for the heavy intercessors are between 6 and 7 points. They all do 2 damage or more. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like a pretty good deal. We saw Terminators are getting an extra wound. Mm-hmm. Same price, but now 3 wounds. And we saw that Flamers are at 12-inch range. Now, yeah. unsure because the Pariah Nexus book is just with Necrons and Space Marines, um, I think, that we're unsure if that's going to apply, for example, to Heretics and, mm-hmm. and their Flamers or Tau and their Flamers. Right. So just just thought we'd cover it for a minute. Tom, what do you think are the implications of a 2-damage Bolter or a 12-inch Flamer? You know, uh, I initially thought that for Chaos Marines, the upgrade to the Heavy Bolter was going to make it an auto-include. Uh, but I've dialed back on that a little bit, I think, because I directly compared it to the autocannon. And I remember when I was putting my list together after the, the annual came out, uh, that the autocannon was just so much better. Uh, but now that the heavy bolter has gotten better, it seems like they're situational. Right? You're still going to want to use the autocannon against uh, toughness 5 and guards for the strength 7. But strength seven versus strength five doesn't make too much of a difference against marine equivalents. So the heavy bolter would be better there. The range is really not much of a difference. Yeah. The boards are small, so it's not going to make too much. And and the auto cannons are minus one AP, just like the heavy bolter, right? I uh, believe so. So yeah, not too different. Yeah. Twelve-inch uh, flamers, though, is I think a bigger impact because that kind of negates your ability to do like a eight-point-one-inch charge right. uh, and avoid a, a flamer on right. an Overwatch. So that's yeah, that's a big um, uh, that's a big deal for flamer units and hordes. Yeah, we we had uh, a post going or a thread going with a couple people in our group, and uh, one of the guys just responded, "Twelve-inch flamers are cancer." <laughs> so we know how he feels. <laughs> he plays hordes so yeah i mean I, I don't have too much other to add other than that also just because we're not really sure you know what what will be the other implications for this outside of just marines and necrons i actually i have a conspiracy theory that they deliberately leaked that because there was not enough excitement about the box uh-huh. because it it seemed like the prior nexus box was just going to be about you know new scenarios inside of a necron tomb world or, or mm-hmm. specifics I wasn't really aware that they were going to change a lot of rules in that. But right. now that you know, there's new rules, I might have to go for it. There was also a leak about a new book for Kill Team, something about a kill zones, a kill zone book, and nobody seems yeah. to know. Nobody seems to know what that is. Um, I have a feeling it's just going to add because this new, the Pride Nexus adds rules for terrain thing, like the different pieces of terrain do. They have effects, and they're also trying to kill you. Uh, I think this kill zone book is going to add stuff like that to 
already existing terrain that's out there and, and boards uh, so that you can kind of expand. You don't need to just use, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But even that doesn't seem like it's going to be, you know, like arena was reasonably game changing because that became the new standard in tournaments. Right. But I don't like is Killzone going to change the game. I, I, I don't get why introduce like a whole another element instead of just first advancing kill team to catch up with everything else and answering all of the questions that we have still had for right. over a year and three months now since the annual came out in 2019. Right. Well, I don't think this was meant to be like a, a new edition or anything. It was just kind of like an expansion. So there wasn't going to be, you know, terribly groundbreaking stuff. You know, you're not reinventing the wheel. But that's why I say like, why do another expansion when you haven't like brought the core up to answer all these questions that we have? Um, but you know, I'm just going to be cranky no matter what. So whatever. Cool. <laughs> so <laughs> make me new models. Okay. So at some point <laughs> we'll be able to see uh, more about this. We'll get the prior nexus. Hopefully somebody in our gaming group will, and then we can um, see what is going to come out of that. Yeah, exactly. All right. Last thing for the day. We are, Tom, we are, of course, big fans of 40K, but of course, we're also just nerds in general. And I liked the Mortal Kombat trailer. We've talked about video games a lot. Thought we would talk about it here. Yeah. Those at home, if you haven't seen it yet, the there's a Mortal Kombat movie apparently coming out simultaneously on the internet and HBO Max in April. There's a Red Band trailer, which just came out. Very adult. There's some, yeah. some fatalities you see in it. That was the one I watched. Um, yeah. What did you think? Uh, it, you know, it, it, it's got me. Got me hooked. I'm interested. Uh, like I said, you know, in the opening, video game, uh, fighting game movies don't always do it but i think there's some potential here yeah i was i was kind of hoping they were going to do a series because i feel like if there was a you know like a seven or eight episode kind of season one that might be better than just trying Mm -hmm. to get everything at two hours but um things i liked it just looked kind of cool the characters look pretty true to life it was pretty brutal and violent the thing i'm most worried about so so they show a decent number of characters we see luke kang and kung lao we see Sonya Blade and Jax. We even see Jax's arms get ripped off by, yeah. uh, it seems like, Sub-Zero the Elder, a.k.a. Bihan. We see Scorpion. Uh, I think there's a reptile briefly. Kano is hilarious. He rips out the heart and goes, ow, oh, he's a fucking beauty. Uh, <laughs> r- real funny. Shang Tsung, Goro even shows up. No Johnny, oh, Raiden. Uh, yeah. There's no Johnny Cage. And uh, we don't see uh, Sub-Zero's younger brother, whose who's real name I can't remember. But we have a guy named Cole Young. Kelvin. His name's Kelvin. His name is Kelvin Zero. I believe his last name is Zero. Kelvin Zero. That's right. <laughs> Kelvin Zero. What do you What do you do for a living, Kelvin? I make drinks colder. <laughs> oh, that's great. Get over here and cool my beer. <laughs> so we don't see Kelvin Zero, mm-hmm. um, but we see Cole Young. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Cole Young. The, the reason why I'm I'm I wouldn't say like uh, worried, but I'm like yeah, I'm maybe a little worried. There were several Mortal Kombat games where they had some kind of rando new character that you were forced to play as in the quest part of the game. Yeah. So, so Deception, it was Shujinko, and uh, Armageddon, it was Taven. And I just 
could not care less about those characters when you've got all these other super strong, interesting ones. I really hope they haven't introduced another loser, faceless person to try to be the proxy for the viewer. Mm. Is he actually Johnny Cage? That would be interesting. I'd be into that. Is he actually Sub Zero? I you mean you mean Kelvin Zero? <laughs> oh, uh, there's his brother's name. Uh, What's his name? My Mandarin is awful, so uh, I'm gonna defer to you. Uh, K U A I L I N G L A L I Ling. Yeah. Oh, Yeah, and his brother Bihan, aka Noob Saibot. Spoilers. It's smoke. <laughs> so his his name in Mandarin. <laughs> this is a stupid name. So so if anybody say his name is Kwai, which means fast, and Leon, which is cool. He's fast and cool. But like Leon, like cool as in like a cool cucumber salad. Like that's the word that would be like, oh that this is refreshing. So he's fast <laughs> refreshing. <laughs> Brisk. <laughs> I, I listen. If you're, I'm not a native speaker, so maybe that isn't as stupid as it sounds. But I think it could be pretty bad. Maybe there's something lost in translation. Okay, so Bihan, that's the the older Sub Zero, is Cold Wall. Okay, I think that's less bad than Quietly Young. <laughs> <laughs> Quickly refreshing. All right. Anyway, movie looks good. Go watch it. Hey, Tom, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite Mortal Kombat character? I, I always use Sub Zero. I'm a Scorpion guy. It's perfect. Fire and ice. <laughs> Just freeze people, and then they can't do anything while you saunter over to them. Yeah. I like I like in the movie too, or the the trailer they show, not just like the, I'm gonna freeze you, but it's also that I'm gonna put ice on the ground and I'm gonna create like a little mm-hmm. ice wall to throw somebody through. Uh, yeah. Anyway, looks good. He, he freezes the dude's blood and uses that as a weapon. Oh, that was cool. Yeah, yeah. that's a, that's a pretty swagger. I mean, that's like, hey, I'm gonna punch you, take your take your like frozen like nostril blood, <laughs> and then punch you with it. Man, the action looks pretty cool. It does. All right. Then everyone. Thanks for spending some time with us. We're going to be doing some cool stuff in the, the coming weeks. But as always, if you have any feedback or input or things you'd like to see, shoot us a note. We're going to have a, a special guest soon to talk about Drukari and their love for Drukari. Uh, where Tom and I are working on some radio dramas set in the 40K universe that might be coming out at some point. <laughs> or not. Maybe we'll just, you know, work and life will overtake us and we'll run out of time, you know. Or not. Or not. Or not. Or not. But anyway, what do we always say, Tom? Suck it. Mash that like and subscribe button. Oh, boy. Anyway, thanks. Uh, adios, muchachos. <laughs> good night, good night. And... Look at how powerful these magnets are. Tom has a magnet that is holding itself through his finger. There's a magnet on one side, a magnet on the other side. <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. <laughs> Look at these magnets! <laughs> like and subscribe! Squirrel! <laughs>